You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My name is Justin Reckla. I am your host. Thank you so much for for listening today. If you are here, it's because you know that there is a better way of doing business, that the old methodologies don't work, and everything that you're seeing across social and so forth, if you're here listening to this, you know that 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 kind of stuff just doesn't feel right. And I'm super excited to talk to my guest today, Michael Giannoulis, who is the founder and creator of Copywriter Brain. He's been helping businesses scale their businesses. He's got quite the backstory, which is why I'm excited to talk to him. Because folks, if you have excuses, this this story I hope inspires you because Michael has got a very unique background. He was a high school dropout who eventually ended up getting his MBA. He's been on a mainstream television show because he lost 300 pounds And now he helps businesses scale and he's grown businesses to over eight figures. And he's here to talk about how he can help you do the same and hopefully inspire you to look at things differently as the business world moves forward. Michael, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, so glad to be here, Justin. Um, I'm really pumped. I, I love doing podcasts and to get a chance to be on your show and what you've done with what you're getting built. Uh, I feel very honored. Uh, thank you for being here. This is, folks. This is these these are the conversations that um, are are going to change the world. It's it's this kind of thinking, and I think you'll see that as we get into it here. Michael, uh, you you've got such a unique backstory. Where how? Just give us a little brief glimpse from your perspective of how you got to copywriter brain. Sure. So you know, I started way back in the day, right as a staff copy writer, um, which for, the, for those who, who might not know what that term is, a copy writer is just someone that writes ads. So it's W-R-I-T-E, not R-I-G-H-T, which is, I get that a lot. So I'm not a, I'm not like a, an attorney, you know, gonna, with, 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 with all that stuff. But so I started as a guy that wrote ads and I worked in actually a personal development company. And I think a cool thing was it was actually a direct mail company. Because this was 2006, the internet was a thing, but it wasn't a big, big thing yet. And so there were still a lot of people doing that. So I learned a lot of like the hard coded stuff, like how do you track everything? How do you do the reporting? And you had to be very good because it, it wasn't like now where you can go write a post, hit send or hit go and then see. You had to like design the postcard and wait for it to come back from the print shop and then like mail it off and wait for a week till it dropped and see the response come back. And every test would cost you thousands. It wasn't like it is now where you can just do a quick thing. So um, I definitely had to learn to not just rush it out. And I think that sometimes that's where, like you talked about, we get some of this kind of like bad stuff because there's not a lot of consequence to screwing up, you know, people just yeah. do what they want to do. So that was kind of how I got my start. And as I got better at it, I ended up becoming a partner in the firm that I was at because I got so many job offers that the owner was like, hey, I want you to stay here. So she actually made me like a minority partner. And I did that till about 2010 or so. And then that's when I jumped onto this 
the TV show that I was on, which was a weight loss show in which I lost uh, over, I lost 255 pounds in one year. Wow. Yeah. It was that's, crazy. that's, that's insane. Yeah. Folks, yeah. if you, if you've got excuses, this is right here. Should, should, should inspire you to, to know that it, it's, you're the only one holding yourself back. And I, I, you know, I love the fact that you're in the copywriting space. It, this, this space is, is, there's there's so much magic to be uncovered in it, but if you bring your fears to the table around your business, how far is that going to take you, Michael? If I if I'm copywriting from a place of like, if I don't do this or if this isn't successful, how much does fear play into successful copywriting? Yeah, you know, I think it's 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 a huge factor because a lot of people well. The first fear that I that I see a lot in people that that should be able to write decently is that they are they're afraid they can't write, or they're thinking that they have to write like it's some kind of like school grade paper, you know, and those kind of things. That's not what works. People don't want to read a five paragraph essay. Firstly, secondly, thirdly, in conclusion, those are things we're taught by teachers, but those are not the things that make people buy. And so I've actually found that a lot of people that don't that that they have these fears, but their fears are misplaced because they're thinking that they have to be some incredible writer and say things. No, the truth is you have to be be, be able to write like you talk. So many times, some of the best copywriters are people that are just regular people. Maybe they have a background in sales. Uh, maybe they've done like door to door stuff, or they used to work at a car lot. Even you know, uh, many times it's easier to teach those people because they know selling. So copywriting is truly, the writing part is actually the easiest part. It's more about what's called copy thinking, uh, which is a phrase by, by a very famous copywriter named David Deutsch. And uh, it's this great idea because it's all about how do you speak to your prospect and how do you create a logical argument to get them where they want to be, where, where, where you want them to be, where they should be, which is buying your product, buying your service. Because if you really believe in what you sell and it's, and it's of quality, then you owe it to your potential customers to give them the proof as to why what you have is going to help them, right? Because we don't, we never want to take, right? Everything should either be we give or it's a trade. Maybe we give more or maybe we trade and it's even, but that should be your goal. It should always be, how can I give? So I think if if people can take that and, and kind of get past that early fear that you it's not about, as I say, writing some college essay. You know, it's 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 so far from that. As a matter of fact, if you did that, you'd probably fail. So it's it's truly about <laughs> truly about being a regular person speaking in regular terms that everyday people use. And that's so I think uh, again, that's a that's a a big area where people let fear drive them when they, when they shouldn't. Yeah, and it's, I, I, you know, the, everything that we've looked into, everything we've seen, everything that we've done comes from a place of speaking to your people, right? You, you have to, if your people, the, the ones that you know you can reach and, 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 and can hear you, you need to talk to them. Uh, I, I think there's this, this, this confusion in the copywriting world that you have to speak to the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So talk to, talk to me a little bit about that a little bit. How, how, how niche down should copywriting be in order to see the success and returns that you want to, uh, you want to achieve? Yeah. And this is one that I still mentally 
cannot understand, but it just works and works and works. And I don't, and I just, I still to this day, it shocks me, but I've seen time and time again, the tighter you can get and the more you can speak to one single person, one person, when you write, when you do a video, even when you, even podcasting, I'm, I'm shocked at how many people there are out there that are into very, very specific things. So many times if I'm bringing on a company, I, I do investments and things like that. And there's people that'll say, well, you know, I'm going to um, sell this product to every single person, um, every male and female ages 40 to 60. And my first thought is like, no, you're not. You're just not, you know, so, so <laughs> the truth is you really want to get down to that niche and you want to really speak as tightly as you can. Like I, I, I met someone at an event that I was at and I think she was running like a 20 or $30 million a year company. And I was like, well, that's cool. What, what do you do? And, and it turns out that she provided marketing assistance and this included like postcards and tools things, things like that. And it was, but it was only for um, like IT companies that provided offsite IT services. That's it in the, in the United States. So it was like, it was like marketing materials done for IT professionals only providing offsite hosting services. And you would think, okay, how many people can there be? How big can it be? But she was doing 20 or 30 million a year and she has been for years and years and years. And that, you know, the cool part is it gives you an edge because if you are speaking to that audience, when they find you, they're going to be amazed. Like, wow, this is me. This is made just for me. And because the world is so big and because the internet has opened that door up, you can really hone in on a true niche. And the cool part is that you start with that and you build that core, then you can always go from there. Like I like to talk about the idea that Facebook, Facebook started as what? As a social site for Harvard. That's, mm-hmm. it. That's it. That's all they did. And then they became a social site for uh, some of the Ivy League schools. And that's all they did. And then they became for all schools. And that's all they did. And it, it wasn't until they were probably five or six years old, maybe, where they started opening it up to more and more and more people. So you, you, you've got to think like that. If you figure it out in one industry or one niche, you, you can always expand. But yeah, you this is that core. This is good stuff, folks. And when we get back from the break, we're going to dive down this, uh, down this rabbit hole a little bit deeper because you're, you're onto something here, Michael, in the sense that in understanding this piece right here, I think no matter what, if you want to understand this piece, right here that success is it's imminent it it, it, it happens and we're going to dive into a little bit more about this right before right after the break but before we do go on break michael where can people go find more information about you sure so um i actually put together a page just for the the guys here or the people that are that are um, on the show so if they go to my site which is only one mic.com that's o-n-e only one mic.com slash superpower when they get there, they'll find all my socials and they'll also find some freebie stuff too, including a community for people that want to learn to write copy. So it's all there, free. Fantastic. Fantastic. Folks, go take a look at Michael's system and what he's got going on in the copyright world. Uh, it's it's 
it's the key to unlocking what comes next. And when we get back to the break, we're going to dive down the rabbit hole a little bit more and, and, and use Facebook. It's, it's a great, great uh, case study for how to grow things in success uh, to success. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. We are talking today with Michael Giannoulis. He, uh, he's got quite the backstory. He's been on, he's had some great experiences. He was on a TV show where he lost 255 pounds. He dropped out of high school. He's got his MBA now and he's buying businesses and helping people scale their own so they can succeed in life. And, and uh, the conversation around copyright is super important, especially given the fact that so many people had to pivot during the height of COVID, that understanding that, and I know there are a lot of people out there that are still struggling with understanding copyright and how to talk to people and so forth. So this this conversation, pay attention because the little nuances of the stuff that we're talking about here, not just copyright, but how do you, how do you build a, a successful business? And, and before the break, we were talking about how Facebook didn't just start off as Facebook. It started off as a research project and they grew and then more people got added to it and so forth. So in the copyright lane, Michael, how important is it to look out five years, 10 years from now as you're writing and preparing stuff today? Yeah. So I'll be a little bit confused in here. So I do think that you can look out a year or two, maybe even three. I think it's I think it's important to plan out five, but but basically know that your plans are going, never going to come to pass simply because we live in an age of massive rapid change. So I give an example, which is um, if five years ago I said, hey, I'm going to really become the king of social media. Right. And I was like, I'm yep. going to be I'm going to be the biggest guy on Facebook. And that was pretty much about all there was, right? There wasn't a lot of other options. Well, imagine if that's all I focused on. That's all I did. I wouldn't, perhaps I never would have been on Instagram because it was just starting to pick up steam in end of 2012, 13. Um, and now I wouldn't even be able to have ever had a plan for TikTok because it didn't even, it, you know, it wasn't even a thing yet, right? So yep. there's, there's so many things that we don't know yet, but I, I think there's a, a great quote, and I can't remember it exactly, but it's from a former general. And they basically said, like, um, the best thing you can do is make a plan and pretty much don't follow it. <laughs> you know, it was basically saying <laughs> that the act of creating the plan is is where the value is, 
The value is not in the plan, but it's in the act of it because it's going to force you to think. It's going to force you to ask questions. And the older I get, the more I've, I've come to understand that really the secret to life, is the secret to success in business and pretty much all things is really asking the right questions. Uh, that's the real t- talent. I mean, we've all, if you if you ever owned a company or heck, if you ever, ever even had a spouse or a significant other, it's easy to point out problems, right? Them on us and us on them. It doesn't take much. That's why we don't pay people to tell us what the problems are. We pay people for the <laughs> answers. Um, and, and so you basically, you, the, the only way you're going to, you, the only way you're going to find the right answers is to ask the right questions. And that's where I think planning does, does help, but you can't be so stuck on that plan that you don't, that you're not open to change or pivoting because again, things will change. I mean, there's people right now whose whole businesses were on Facebook. And as we were recording this, Facebook is rolling out all these changes because of the iOS 14. And that's beginning to make it where you can no longer completely track everything for people that are on, that are on, that are on iPhones. Now, if you've been around like me, I've been through this. I've seen it come. Things, I've seen things come and go, but there will be people that are on the margins who are going to get squeezed out because the profit will drop some because of the lack of being able to be as specific. Um, so you've got to be able to quickly jump in and make changes. And, and that's, you know, so you, if you, if you wanted to make that part of your strategy that you just know you're going to make a plan, but the odds of it coming to pass just as you see it are pretty much zero. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's a, uh, uh, let me just uh, edify that even further in, in the sense that if you put all of your eggs in one basket, folks, you, you're, you're going to lose. Um, we've seen what happens when Facebook changes algorithms, when they have to put new systems in place, uh, the straight just censorship that's happening on, on the site um, is it, you can't build your business on somebody else's platform. You have to, put some features and structures in place for yourself because the minute something happens, the minute somebody else, the, the, the business that you built on the backbone shifts or pivots, you're done. Right. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, exactly. that happened, that happened, to, that happened to us. We, fortunately we were smart enough to know that we weren't building on Facebook. We just knew that it was social proof, but we got censored. They shut down our Facebook page without, without notice, without warrant, you know, without the explanation, they just took it down. What we're doing, apparently, they don't agree with. And cool, that's fine. That's their business, not ours, because we still hit 25 million downloads in 2020 because we weren't building on Facebook. We were building on our own infrastructure. And you you have to be able to pivot that. But if you're solid in yourself, folks, this is how you survive the pivots. You have to have that flexibility. As, that's so that's so good and yeah i mean we've unfortunately if you've been around you've been through it you know that's just the way of <laughs> business and um I, I like to tell people this and it's a good way because it helps people to visualize social media is basically all you have to view it as is, is it's like a pond or a lake where you go fishing and you bring the fish back you don't live there you go there, you fish, you get the, you know, your customers are, are, are the fish that, that you catch and you definitely want to bring them back into your house, which may be your, your email database, your website, your podcast, whatever, but you want to get, ultimately you want to get them on your email 
that you control. Um, because again, social can cut you off anytime, anytime they want, you know, they could decide one day, you know what, we no longer want this anyone to do any business stuff. I'll give you a small example on Facebook. Now, um, you are not allowed to show a before and after photos and their their reasoning is, well, because they feel like that creates a negative impression in the mind of their user because they're going to see this picture of like an overweight person. And then the impression is overweight, bad fit is good. And in this day and age, that's considered insensitive. So you basically can't even show a before after photo. Now, does that hurt sales? Some, there's ways, you know, that you can make up for it. But if you send an email out to a page that you control, you can pretty much show whatever you want, right? You, you know, with income, Clients, but but you know on Facebook they just they said no you can't anymore so you you want to make sure that you're using social media sites as a way to go fishing and pull people over get them on your database and then sell them whatever you want yeah that's um in 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 that game folks just because you're putting it on your own site doesn't mean that it's just willy nilly right. it needs to be thought it needs to be thought out you need to be talking to your people. So when they come to your site, they go to your page, they look on your ad, whatever it is that you're doing, it makes sense to them. Michael, what is what, what is one good piece of advice when it comes to copywriting? I know we talked a little bit about, you know, speak as you talk, but what, what's one thing that people can do today just to get started in like, maybe they're putting together a new site, maybe they're, they're in the middle of a pivot, maybe they're, they pivoted and it wasn't working and now they're having to pivot again. What, what's one thing that they can do just to keep them on track and encourage them to, to move forward? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, obviously my brain's going with a thousand things, but, but if I, you know, if I was going to focus on one or two that are, that are very, very important, the, I think the top, top thing is to really, really uncover what it is your audience wants. And this is important, not what they need, because unfortunately humans don't buy what they need. They just, they, we don't, we buy what, what, what we want. And um, so you got to do the research side. This, and the, one of the best ways to do research, and you kind of said this, I think, was get on, you know, talk to them. Get on a phone call. It's a, it's, a, it's incredible. Pe- people are scared to call. You know, d- don't be call. Ask questions. Ask them what is it they're after. What? Why did they? Especially those who have already bought from you. Why did you buy? Why did you not buy? You know, what t- took you two months? You know, what was it? What were the objections? So if you can come up with the reason why, and, and, and here's a big thing too. Continue asking why. Maybe not to the person on the phone, but even to yourself. So if it was weight loss and, and they would say, why do you, you know, why do you want to lose weight? And they may say, well, I want to, uh, I don't, I don't like being this way. Why? Well, I don't like the way it makes me feel. Why? Uh, because I feel like my spouse thinks I'm ugly now. Why? Because I don't look so good. Why? And you just keep going and, and you'll get to a <clears throat> more of a root cause. And if you can talk to them and, and as, as they say, join the conversation that's happening in their, in their minds, you'll mm-hmm. connect with them like no one else ever has. So the, 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 <laughs> two, the, the, the two big things are to get the benefits and they have to be the right benefits. And then also on the flip side, the objections. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things. And you basically want to cover the objections and share all the benefits 
Um, kind of like I did early on when you asked me about fear. I was able to say, look, if you're afraid because you think you can't write, that's actually a huge benefit because, yeah. you know, so you, you can, if, the more you, you can do things like that. And again, it's, it's always about, you know, if you're trying to come up with just a quick way to start and you need to come up with that first headline, the easiest one that works pretty much every time is to say something to the effect of how to benefit without pain point. Yeah. So that's like, that's an, that's a great one. So, you know, how to lose weight without fad dieting, um, how to grow your business without breaking the bank, uh, you know, um, how to start your, how to start your own podcast without knowing anything about technology. Right. So whatever that main objection is, that's the one that you want to, that you want to go against, but you also want to make sure that your product actually fulfills that. Otherwise you're just, lying you know so you don't you don't <laughs> yeah there there's a thing still that has to be to stay in business folks and that's called integrity um we have to we have to maintain that and that's part of the part of the downside of some of the what you're seeing what we see in the in the business world still is is like the whole they they how the how to's and the system might work but it doesn't address the person behind the business or behind the system so if i purchase of a purchase a product that worked for you it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for me because i may not have all the experiences or struggles or uh courage or whatever it might be to to actually make that work so you have to address that piece too you have to look at the what where's the integrity in it is the person being transparent are you being transparent are how are you connecting at that, well, for lack of better words, heart-centric level in authenticity while still being true to what you do and who you are in the world? Yeah, and you know that, bring, that brings up a great point. And this is something that I've been, I haven't created this yet, but I'm starting to. And I, I'm talking about, and this is something that I went through myself early on because when I started, I didn't know anything. I was just told, here's how you write copy. And copywriting comes out of a very human place in the sense of mm -hmm. like going after like emotions and just digging in and pointing out problems and, and all this stuff. And, and it takes advantage in, in, a, in a way it, it exploits human problems. And, and so like mm -hmm. what I what I, what I finally come to realize, I, I kind of ev evolved over time, but what, what I, what I would like to be able to teach and kind of what I focus on in copywriter brain is how do we move from the old model of selling, which I call which I call fuss. So I call it fuss because it always causes a fuss. And that is focusing <laughs> on focusing on fear, urgency, scarcity, and strategic manipulation. That is <laughs> that is a key way that, that people have sold forever, right? Hey, only 10 left. Hurry yes. up now. Only three left. You better hurry. You got 10 seconds left. That's the urgency, and there's only my my, my 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 favorite, my Michael, my favorite in that is the ninety five percent off. Used to be fifteen hundred dollars. Get it for ninety five. Yes, yes, and, it's, and your it's, your product's not worth fifteen hundred dollars. In it's worth ninety five. Quit trying to sell me and convince me that it's worth fifteen hundred because it's not. Yeah, if you want to do that, add more to the product, add more bonuses, add more value. Yeah, that's that's a big key. So what I what I've come up with now is, is to move from fuss to what I call travel and the travel acronym. I'm also an acronym junkie. So that's like what I do for fun. Um, so I, I, the travel 
the the way that I would like people to learn to write and what I'm focusing on is is trust and and then realness or transparency. That's the mm-hmm. authenticity, value, education, and probably the most important one of all, listening. Mm-hmm. And being able to actually hear what it is they're saying and and making your whole your whole focus on that. So when you're early in a new business, I understand this. I, I kind of I'm going to draw this out sometime into like a little graphic. But you 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 have like a a a seesaw, right? And the seesaw mm-hmm. has two sides, of course. And one side is hype, and one side is proof. Well, when you're early, you have no proof. So what happens? You're all hype. Um, but over time. <laughs> Really, what you want to be is you want to be way more proof than hype. And I don't mean hype by being fake. I just mean, you know, excitement. Hey, this is this is brand new. You know, and um, you want to move towards proof and you want to get that seesaw more on the proof side than the, than the side of hype. And, and I think you do that through things like building trust, education, authenticity, uh, value for, for, for sure. You know, like I tell people. Um, especially if you're trying to sell a course or you're a coach or a consultant or any of that kind of like non-tangible space, your first product is really your content. Mm-hmm. So make that your first, your first sale, make incredible content. And you're, by doing that, you're building trust, you're being authentic, you're, you're building massive value and you can then hear, you can get feedback on what they say. And you'll be amazed. Like, I'm shocked all the time. The things that I get asked that I think everyone knows this you know i told someone one day i'm like hey just go i was like yeah so to fix that just do a do a split test and see which one wins and they're like great idea uh what's a split test you know and i (laughs) in my mind i really if you'd have given me a thousand you know blog posts to to come up with i never would have thought to ever talk about what's the split test because i just assumed everyone on earth knows that, which I know it's not true now, but it's just your brain just can't see what it doesn't know to, to, to be true anymore. So for, for me, I, I couldn't, you know, I was shocked. So, you know, there's tons of things and, and that's where you can build more value too, is you, you, they'll tell you what they, what, what they want. Yeah, this is folks, this is good stuff. This, this, this kinds of conversations right here are the ones that need to be happening in business more often, more frequently amongst other business owners within your own organization, with your own teams these are the conversations that you need to be having if you want to really succeed in the way business is being done and, and what it's going and how it's going to continue to be done moving forward. Michael, thank you so much for being here today. Before we go, where can people go find more information about you? Yeah, I put up a site just for your listeners. They can check out onlyonemike.com slash superpower. And that's O. O-N-E, so only O-N-E, Mike, onlyonemike.com slash superpower. I've got a free community on there. I have a scaling uh, for businesses thing on there. And um, I've also got all my socials. So it's all there for them. And I would love to hear from them and say hi. Fantastic, folks. Go out there, take this conversation to heart, do some reflection upon yourself and, and your business and where you want to be and, and reach out to Michael and, and take a look at what he's got going on in the world. Again, Michael, thanks so much for being here, folks. Until next time, go out there and incorporate your superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.